G'day partners, welcome back to another Black Bookers podcast here. We're going to look at racing across the country on the 13th of March. Big day at the Valley with the All-Star Mile. Obviously the rain had a significant impact on racing in the second half of the card. Um, And then we had the Group 1 racing also up there at Rose Hill in the Coolmore Classic. So big day to review. Unfortunately, sort of the... The hot streak on the Saturdays came to an end, unfortunately. Uh, had a few little rough results there with Vangelic, incredibly unlucky, um, running into fourth, and then a couple of brutal seconds in Irish Flame and Russian Camelot, which I tipped out to members. But positive on the day was the best bet saluted. Um, was a previous black pooker pre- mentioned on the podcast in Plead the Fifth. Went around up there in WA in the Minganoo Cup. Got no idea where that is, but it was nice to get a result there. That horse was heavily supported. It was 3.50 in the morning when tipped. And on the tote, went around it, odds on. So heavily supported, one easily, three and four lengths. So nice to get that result. Also over the last week, there's been some nice Black Booker results. I am Superman, mentioned on the 27th of Feb. Posted wide after a good tough effort, was able to get the job done there up on Rose Hill on the weekend. Mizzy um, raced on the backup on Saturday and again mentioned on the pod last week and certainly did a great job there, finishing second at some nice place odds. Um, and think it over, continues to race well. Um, found that horse first up there for members at massive odds and thought it could certainly keep it going and it also ran another nice race there with some nice place odds so certainly some horses at some value still to be found so we'll dive into the valley card first in race one fanciful toff just gave up the early lead there the jock and it ended up costing him the race was barely held up in the straight after settling in the box seat and absolutely savaged the line there late um, the horse is in good form, can certainly win next start, so you probably got to stick with him. I'm sure they'll find another staying event somewhere there for Fanciful Toff. In race two, the two-year-olds, we saw Scorched Earth with a nice professional win, running the race, uh, the meeting fastest last 400 and 200, but obviously the back end of the meeting was heavily rain-affected, so you just got to be wary of some of these splits Um at the Valley on the weekend. Um, this horse did finish a clear second to Arcaded. Um, so it's now one two in a row. I think they're going to tip it out and maybe look for something later. So certainly a horse that has shown a bit of talent, that's for sure. In second, Dio, it was much better today. Back on top of the ground there. Gave a good kick and was just run down there by Scorched Earth. So it may be able to find a, a nice race there if well-placed. In race three, um, unbelievable to see sort of Perzan return here first up today. You know, just was snicked back to last, had the three kilo apprentice on and it just looped the field and was just too strong uh, for Irish Flame in a fighting finish there. Irish Flame is certainly a tough horse. So for Perzan to get past, past it first up, um, it looks to be in for an absolutely super prep. So certainly will be following it it's not going to come up any flash odds but you've certainly got to be uh, keen to follow going forward um, irish flame was a tip on the day 
you know, there was a bit of pressure up in front and loomed up on the corner and sprinted well. But as mentioned, just Perzan was able to nab it on the line. Irish flame can certainly go deep into a prep, so you, you certainly don't want to be jumping off the horse. It's a real honest competitor, and you can certainly be sticking with it for sure. Mongolian Marshall um, was held up a tad there around in the bend and on straightening, copped a bit of a check when was trying to come out for a run. Irish Flame sort of tried to put it back into a pocket. Um, it got clear not long after that, uh, but certainly the margin was a little bit unfair there for Mongolian Marshall. Um, seems to just enjoy racing in Melbourne and brings his best form in Melbourne. Has had a few starts in Adelaide also, but the form is quite patchy there. So if they keep the horse here, might be able to find a suitable race there. Mongolian Marshall, it's in the Black Book also out of that race. Um, out of the vet report, just one sort of key thing to take note of was too close to the sun, pulled up lame. Uh, certainly had a bit of a skew, so I think they mentioned post-race, that horse is going to be tipped out now and have a little bit of a freshen and maybe come back a bit later. In race four, we saw Ancestry certainly back um, to its speedy best there, controlling and just kicking away with ease. So great to see that horse race well um, after sort of had all the petrol tickets sort of burn there first up in the, in the Oakley Plate. Um, but out of this race, Black Book, I would have to be riddle me that. Race towards the rear on Saturday and absolutely savaged the line the last 400 and 200. Um, it ran the second fastest splits of the meeting behind Scorched Earth. Uh, third up is usually a peak run for this horse. So you can also run well second up, which will be next start, but I'll certainly be keeping an eye out for maybe a target race around that maybe 1,400 metres in the next couple of starts. So riddle me that. Certainly have to be black booked after its efforts there in race four. In race five, we saw Cherry Tortoni go out a bit of a hot favourite there and was very disappointing. There was no vet abnormalities there. We saw Grand Slam, who was able to dictate the race out in front, and that made it hard for Cherry Tortoni to try and loop the field. Um, you know, it ran on evenly in the straight, but you certainly would have liked to have seen really savage the line and get a little bit closer there. Um, Young Werther was also okay to the line um, and hit the line alongside Explosive Jack. Um, that horse, Explosive Jack, looks a real grinder and if it strikes a wet track and heads up to Sydney for some of those um, like trips like the Derby, um, it could certainly be a little smoky there. It's a real tough grinding type and I think it will really be suited by a heavy track if it does appear to occur over in Sydney over the Autumn Carnival. I know there's lots of rain predicted there this week, so it could be another wet Autumn Carnival for sure. Um, in the vet report, Peru Ray was a slow recovery um, for those that were following that horse. In race six, we had the country championship mile race. Um, certainly a couple there, happy to take out of it. On the day, indispensable was a tip and it was just a bit slow away and ended up settling near last. And this horse is usually up there near the speed. So certainly was against its normal racing pattern. From the bend, this horse was just never fully ridden out and just went to the line untested behind a wall of horses. So it was very unlucky. Um, 
so happy to follow that horse again going forward uh, and intellective was a very tough effort there racing three wide no cover um, the whole trip this is a very honest mare um, this prep you know in all runs it's, it's been super this prep it's won three times had a second and a fifth um, so three wide no cover fifth today um, this horse is certainly can be followed going forward um, got to always like mares in form. In race seven, um, there was a real unlucky runner there in real sensation. There was a bit of talk, obviously, after the meeting about this horse. Um, but I guess that's what happens when you back back markers as well. And that's why I don't like to back them. Um, they're always going to need luck, particularly at the Valley. So follow that horse at your own peril. I think I heard um, on the wrap, they may be looking to head to the Queensland Derby. So... That might be a suitable option for the horse. We'll see how it goes going forward. In race eight, the All-Star Mile, it was a great race and battle there of a couple of up-and-coming champs for sure, I think. Um, Russian Camelot is who I sided with on the day. was just a bit slow away and certainly got back in an awkward position there for back defence, but Ollie was able to weave some magic and on corning was able to pop out you know three wide really attack the straight had Mugatu back on the inside seemingly in a pocket but Mugatu was able to get out there and it was just too strong in the finish um, we saw Russian Camelot a dominant dominant winner second up last prep in the Underwood so if he finds a track with some cutting the ground be certainly keen to stick with Russian Camelot there second up also Mugatu had that little race fitness edge, so um, it probably was a little bit, um, in terms of race fitness, a bit stronger there, and that certainly paid off in the finish. So great run by Mugatu. It's another horse that's probably going to be better suited over a little bit longer. Um, I'm sure they'll be heading up to Sydney targeting some of their big races there. So great to see Mugatu run well. Obviously ran a super race in the Cox Plate when caught wide the whole trip. But out of this race, it was an absolutely monster effort, and that was Streets of Avalon. You know, this horse was stepping up to a mile. It's probably better suited around that 1,400-metre range. Um, it's also a horse that despises the wet, and by this race, the track was certainly heavily rain-affected there. So for this horse, it was posted four wide, no cover. Um, when Graceful Glamour started to sort of drop back through the field not handling the ground it was pushed even wider out five wide no cover and in the straight this horse just kept working to the line bravely you know he finished less than a length off third and 0.1 of a length off star of the seas who's an elite tr wet tracker and had a much softer run so it was truly an unbelievable effort by this horse We'll probably need a few weeks rest to just recover from this run, but it will be interesting to see if they do go one more with this horse because it's a golding, absolutely racing very well. Obviously got its group one win a couple of starts back there. So absolutely monster effort from straight to Avalon. Throw it in the black book and, and see if that pops up for maybe one more run. No interest there to talk about the last race. Obviously the track was a bit of a slot by then and Exeter was able to get the gun run there back to the inside and was too strong there but really wary of the form um, for that last race after all that heavy rain 
So that concludes sort of the summary there at the Valley. Let's head over to Sydney and look at the Rose Hill meeting in race two. Arcaded, a real professional win. Jumped well, sat outside the leader and gave a nice kick there. Don't know if it beat much in behind, so don't think I'll be taking too much out of this race into some of the top Sydney races going forward. Um, but in race three, we saw Shakiro, this Magic Millions form, get underrated again. Um, we've seen it a few times now. You know, Finance Tycoon in the Blue Diamond with some decent odds there, and uh, that it went around and the Ma Magic Millions form was underrated. Um, we saw Shizol class uh, race against four moves ahead um, a couple of weeks back now, and he absolutely stormed home for second. So I think this Magic Millions form, you know, is quite decent. You know, Shakiro gets a nice soft draw in the slipper. You know, he certainly would be a horse hard to knock. Um, he raced on the back up in the Magic Millions and was able to get the job done. So he'll be on the back up there next week. I guess the one thing against Shakiro is the wet track that likely is going to occur there on the weekend. So that's something just to be mindful there of that horse. But certainly is racing in good form. Behind Shakiro, I thought there was certainly a couple of horses to follow. They won't be going to the slipper or any of the big races, but we'll see where they pop up next. Um, the first one was Mizzou. Um, this horse led and won in its first up win, but on Saturday was a couple of pairs back to fence and in the straight just had to duck and weave, trying to find a run, sort of duck back to the inside. And the last 100 metres really finished off strongly, finishing 0.4 of a length off Shakiro, so I thought that was a really nice effort by that horse. Um, and also out of that race, Converge. Um, it was three wide, no cover up on speed, and on straightening actually dashed to the lead and looked like it was gonna be the winner, but just peaked on its effort the last 100 meters there, fading, beating 1.3 lengths. But thought it was a good effort considering the big step up in class and the tough running transit, so happy to follow Converge. So next week, um, we hit the Golden Slipper. Um, you know, it looks quite an even feel with no real standout. And I think, you know, barriers are going to be critical um, going into the race. Um, also, looking at the forecast, there is plenty of rain on the radar. So looking like you're going to need a horse that can handle some cutting the ground. Personally, I've probably got four moves ahead on top for mine. Um, for that horse to win first up, it's proven with some cutting the ground and has a really nice turn of foot if it can draw a nice barrier. Um, I'll be keen to probably be with it. Uh, Profiteer just did everything wrong there. Um, in its recent start, um, you know, you think it's going to go into the race on the weekend a bit more calmer, having that run under the belt. It was keen and over racing there out in front and was only just beaten in the end. So they're probably the two that. I'm leaning towards, hopefully they get some nice draws in transit. I think there's a couple of horses there, like stay inside. If it gets a soft draw, it will certainly be hard to hold out. But if it's a horse that draws wide, it's probably going to be right back near last and, and hard to win from there. Another intriguing runner will be this New Zealand horse. Um, it's a really bold front-running type, horses that I love to back. Um, like how he just lowers his head and pins the ear back and charges to the line. So... I did see that they're probably not going to be too keen to run if it's a heavy track being a colt. Um, they don't want to ruin the horse. So 
Um, if that horse goes there and the track isn't as wet as expected, um, I could certainly entertain that New Zealand horse as well. Moving on though now for the rest of the Rose Hill card in race four, Spirit Ridge was able to control and dictate out in front, gave a good kick and was just run down by a toffee tongue. It was certainly a good honest effort there, burst up off a little fresh and will strip fitter and it looks like a horse is certainly going to measure up to the stronger grade. Um, toffee tongue looks race fit now and is a horse that can certainly hold um, her form. I think it's probably best suited in mare's grade, so it's going to be taking on some of the big boys um, in some of those bigger races. Probably going to be against it. I think I would prefer to see it in sort of mare's and filly's grade. Uh, and then one more out of race four, Mirage Dancer. Got held up a tad in the straight there, but it was certainly working to the line soundly, beating the length. Um, its peak run was third up last prep, winning the Metrop. Um, so we'll be keen to see where it lines up next. Um, but again, I think it's a horse that does prefer the dry ground there. So just be mindful of that there, punters, as we're probably going to approach a wet autumn in Sydney. In race seven, the group one, the Coolmore Classic, obviously Crone is absolutely airborne right now, um, winning again and is in flying form. So you certainly got to be wary of this mare going forward, but there was certainly some good runs in behind. Uh, Mizzy went great on the back up after getting a nice run off pace. Um, bit concerned about the barrier, but it was a beautiful ride by the jockey, just slotted in there, got a nice trail off pace, and this horse sprinted well on straightening. Um, it's had three great runs in a row, and is also in a mare in great form, so we'll certainly keep that horse in the black book going forward. Vangelic was a play on the day and just absolutely sickening there, getting badly checked at the 350-metre mark, trying to take a gap, then was held up, um, sort of got clear there in the last 200 metres, ducking back to the inside and was charging late for fourth. I think the horse should have certainly been in the finish. Um, the start prior, Vangelic got caught three wide, no cover. So he certainly drew for some luck, this horse, and hopefully get some luck there next start. We'll keep it in the black book for sure. So Painted had a bit of a tough run there, three and four wide, no cover the whole trip. Um, in the straight, kept working to the line soundly and was a good, tough second-up effort. So last prep subpoenaed one-third up, so should be ready to peak next start. So a lot of these horses probably heading to similar races, so will be dependent on sort of race shape and race conditions, but it's another horse that you can sort of go forward um, and look for. Dame Giselle, good to see that horse back to its best on top of the ground. So certainly a number of mares running well in the Coolmore Classic. Um, there are also a few little disappointing runs also with some uh, nothing in the sort of the vet reporter's excuses. So we interesting to see some of that form coming out. There was certainly some good runs going forward. In race eight, we saw Buffalo River go out keen again out in front. Um, he certainly fights bravely. You know, he was only went down 1.1 lengths, but you know you just think this horse might need a tight turning track like the Valley to hold off some of these challenges because he's just going too hard out in front and he's just left a sitting shot. Um, I am Superman, just got a lovely trail there and was too good. Um, this horse is best first up and second up, so I'm not sure if I want to keep following it going forward, um, but it's certainly 
did well to get the nice win there. Um, as mentioned earlier, I think it over. He's just racing really honestly at the moment. Um, I think it's a horse you can certainly be happy to stick with. You know, from nice soft draws, this horse can take a position just off pace, um, and it certainly can be followed going forward. Um, it's only finished in the top through top two three out of three times third up so we'll see what that horse targets next race um and the last one out of this race just has to be rock hit the line well from the rear um really like the trial of this horse prior to saturday's run um got an absolutely super second up record winning three out of three last prep um it won uh, by a massive margin there in the cameron up in newcastle so we'll see where this horse goes next. I'm not sure it will get into the Doncaster um, second up. May need to run again in possibly the Doncaster prelude. So it goes to the Doncaster prelude. I think it will be extremely hard to beat. Um, and then it will likely probably back up into the Doncaster. But if you can sneak into the field second up in the Doncaster, um, God, you can certainly be keen with that second up record. So... We'll be keeping a close eye on where this horse lines up next there, punters. Rock. And then in the last race, it was a huge effort by Yao Dash. This horse has been up a while now. You know, it's been up to Queensland, had a couple of starts before that. Magic Millions prep. Um, went at a solid tempo, got headed in the straight and somehow fought back to win. Um, I'm not sure if they'll keep ticking this horse over, but obviously just thrives on racing. Still. Uh, Star Spangled Rodeo, um, it got the nice run behind now, Dash, and looked as though it was going to go past, but it gave a good, honest effort. So they found the key to that horse, riding it up on pace. Um, and then a play on the day was Lena's Hero each way, and it got a lovely trail there off pace. It loomed up at the 200-meter mark and looked as though it was just going to go on with it, um, but maybe just peaked on its effort. So... I'm happy to give this horse one more chance, third up next start. Hopefully it will be at its peak fitness after, you know, it had a 45-week spell coming from overseas prior to this prep. So even though it knocked up there, looked the winning hope, going to give that horse one more chance going forward, third up, Lena's hero. Uh, that sums up racing there at Rose Hill. Now we'll have a quick look around the other key states there. We'll kick it off at Morfittville. In race two, Bo Rossa just oozes some class. It was a nice soft win there. Um, liked how this horse lengthens out. It's got a nice action, so keep that horse in the black book there, punters. You're not going to get any flash odds, but does look a nice type. In race five, Point Blaze jumped well, was in a good position early, but just got shuffled back in running. Three back defence in an awkward position. Um, in the straight, had to make a bit of an even uh, weaving run. Um, at the 100-meter mark, had to ease around heels, bump another runner out of the way, and it really savaged the line late there. Um, just missing. It ran a really slick last 200-meter split for the day, so I think he can certainly be followed. Um, start price at three wide, no cover the whole trip, so it certainly should be breaking the maiden soon there, punters. Point plays. Also out of that race, race five, Angry Ant. It was a big SP, but... It was certainly improved effort on Saturday after failing the start before. It's that three wide and I cover the whole trip and I thought it fought on quite well there, beating 2.6 lengths. So hopefully it pops up some decent odds, maybe another maiden soon. 
I'll be looking for that horse also there, Angry Ant. And then in the last race, Mulligmore um, should be ready to peak after a tough run um, where it was caught three wide, no cover the whole trip, and it was a solid tempo set out in front. Um, this horse was hard at work prior to cornering, but kept grinding to the line well, only beaten 1.4 lengths. I think it will likely step up in trip next start, and I think it can certainly be followed. Um, the two runs prior were certainly good. Um, first up, it resumed over 1,200 metres and was warming up well late. Um, and then last start, mid-race, copped a real nasty check, dropping back through the field, but was able to pick himself up and hit the line well. So three nice runs by this horse to kick off its campaign and certainly keen to follow it going forward. Up in the Gold Coast, it was a heavy nine, so more just looking from a Black Booker perspective of some horses that really thrived in the going. Um, so there's a couple there. Um, in the first race, so taken, it just absolutely loves the wet. Um, it's had good runs, also without placing um, on those heavy tracks. So I think it's certainly a horse you can be keen if it does strike heavy tracks going forward. Um, in race three, Racecourse Road, um, it was its first run on a heavy and absolutely loved it. Um, you look at its soft track form and it's quite good, but most of those runs are on a soft five. It's only had one run on a, um, a track that wasn't a soft five, and that was a soft six, and it won comfortably that day too. So it's had one run on a soft six, one run on the heavy nine on the weekend, and one nicely in both so this horse looks an absolute swimmer um, so i think you can pop that in your notes there for that horse punters in race five top prospect um, jumped well from a wide gate and just tried to sneak back for some cover and end up getting posted three wide no cover there um, on cornering got a little bit of cover there as a runner popped out and on straightening i thought top prospect really worked to the line strongly to finish second was only first up today on heavy ground, so I think it will certainly improve. It is a horse that handles both good and wet tracks, so it's one that I'm most keen on out of the meeting to follow into its next start, top prospect. And then to finish up at Ascot, I only really found a couple in the last race there, race nine. Uh, Sophie Song was first up and got posted three wide, no cover there up on speed. Um, it fought on really well there, was only beaten 1.1 lengths. She performs much better second up and third up, um, got much better records with that run under the belt, so it can certainly be followed. Um, and then other horse out of that race, Coggy Joy, has been up a while. Um, it got back into a sort of awkward position there, three back defence, and was just never really fully tested um, in the straight behind a wall of horses. Did get a little gap late and was able to sneak through and pinch third there um, just in front of Sophie's song. Uh, but it's certainly one that seems to be racing well and just likes to be ticked over there. So that sums up big day racing there. Racing certainly heating up over the next couple of weeks and looking to dive into some of these big group one racing.